the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along. It's the uh, pre-Thanksgiving show here on uh, The Ride Home. Thanks for coming along. I'm completely excited about today's show. Are you? I am so excited because the through line in all of it today is going to be Thanksgiving side dishes of note. Mm. Thanksgiving side uh-huh. dishes of note. Those yeah. those things that you see perhaps maybe once a year, only at Thanksgiving time. Things that are exciting to you. Delicious, maybe. Tickle the taste buds. Or... Repulsive. Things that you go, what am I eating? And why does this always end up on the table mm-hmm. at Thanksgiving? It's a family tradition. We want to hear from you. Please find us on Facebook. Please find us on Twitter. Thanksgiving side dishes of note. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, does that include appetizers as Yes, well? I think it can include any of that mm-hmm. because yeah. your appetizer is kind of your side dish. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're assuming that, you're, that the turkey is your thing. Right. Anything else non-turkey related that ends up in your Thanksgiving situation, we want to know about. Find this way. Do you have one in your mm-hmm. own family? Um, in our family, we have often had, though we're not having it this year, we often had the... Um, the block of cream cheese. <laughs> say no more. Do you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> yeah. The block of cream cheese, yep. the uh, can of crab meat, mm-hmm. and the cocktail sauce. Right. With the Ritz crackers. Right. We, we would have something similar, although it will be disguised as what was known as the appetizer pie, which was- <laughs> Oh, that sounds gross. Which okay. was cream cheese and a can of- dried beef that was then chopped with onion and green pepper and then stirred and put into a cake pan. <gasps> Wait, into the cream cheese you put that together? It was pretty, actually pretty darn good. And you good. baked it? Uh, you warmed it so that the cream cheese would melt. And uh, there were also, I think there were some kind of like little nuts in there or something what? as well. Oh, not a nut. Not bad. Seriously. And I mean, then with crackers you would eat mm, that? Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. That was like a staple. My sister brought that into the family. That was probably been around for a couple, maybe two, at least two decades. Appetizer pie. Wow, and I've not okay. seen it uh, for the last several years. It's been retired. Hmm. I want to thank a woman by the name of Maya Kosoff, who started a thread on Twitter that has entertained me for the last 48 hours. Like it, I, <laughs> I can't even tell you. She brought up something uh, that I wanted to ask you if you recognized. Seafoam salad. Oh, oh, say no more. That was a staple growing up. Really? Kind of a like an off-color green. Off-color. Off-color. <laughs> off-color. And yeah. um, it was kind of air-filled and a little squishy. Okay, this is what hers has in it. Okay. A combination of lime jello, pears, mm-hmm. cream cheese, heavy cream, Cool Whip, and you have – it starts with heating the pear juice. 
Hmm. which sounds disgusting. That's a little high end from what I've had. Okay. And so you mix all that together and I guess you freeze it? Is it frozen? No. What I remember is the Jello and the Cool Whip Okay, that somehow made that little mushy, fluffy thing. Yeah, I'm looking at this photograph, though, and it does look very – maybe it's not frozen. It just looks cold. Mm-hmm. It was cold, of course, because it was jello-ish and refriger- right, refrigerated. Right, okay. But the pear thing kind of lifts it in a different direction. The seafoam salad. So like that's it. a thing. Yeah. I didn't know seafoam salad. I'd like to um, see your seafoam salad and raise you magic tomato soup cake. <laughs> see, that doesn't even sound well. Mm-mm. Magic mm-hmm. tomato soup yeah, cake. cake. You mix uh, butter. This is this would be a dessert thing. So yeah. this would be a really? conclusion really? of your meal. Yeah, you would. Com- <laughs> I can't even say it. You would combine butter, sugar, cake flour, cinnamon, and nutmeg. Sounds yeah, good so sounds far, great. right? Yeah, sure. yeah. Some salt, some baking soda, mm-hmm. and one can of tomato soup. Yeah, you lost <laughs> me there. That the tomato soup thing. I mean, if it's an appetizer, an entree, but for dessert, mm-hmm. really, okay. Anyway, that's what we'd like to hear from you today. Okay, your side dishes. Thanksgiving side dishes of note is what mm, we're calling it. Something that you look forward to or repels you Mm -hmm. that comes around perhaps once a year. Or in my case, something that's been retired. It might be something that's been retired. Hey, before we break, we've got some kind of bomb cyclone happening. Oh, my gosh. But not here, right? No, no. We're just getting the fringe of the bomb cyclone. Or what are they calling it? The storm, the snow snarl. Snow, yeah. So anyway. Snow, 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 snow. I want a Hey, whatever happened to our our uh, our snow winner? Oh, you know what? So we had the big snow contest here. The big snow. The big snow contest. We, we had. had I don't winner. know how many people who entered. Mike it, won. Yeah, Mike won, win. but we, he wasn't allowed to win because no. he was an employee of the company. Right. So, that. so we announced the winner, and we've never heard from her. No. So yeah. we have we have this huge gift sitting on John's desk, taking up space. And yeah. then I uh, I reached out to another uh, another winner, another winner, Nothing. which I still haven't. <laughs> Heard from. <laughs> we haven't heard from two winners. We have this beautiful prize package and we got nothing? Nothing. That's like the worst listening Wait, audience. Of, hello? Hello? Does anyone want a prize? Are we on the air? Good heavens. Okay. Anyway, find us on Facebook, The Ride Home with John maybe, and Kathy. Maybe. And please mention your Thanksgiving side dishes of note. We'll yeah. be reading them as the show unfolds. Okay, so the temperature like right now is like 60 degrees or something. Yeah. Just incredibly blustery out there. Right? No. I thought that it was going to take the door off my car. Yeah. When I, I seriously yeah, thought, I agree. yeah, my, this is how it's going to end. The power's gone out of my sister's house several times today. Right, comes back and forth like she's living, like living, you know, in a third world country. Wow. Okay. So anyway, it's, it's blustery out there. We will be spared though. The rest of the country. That's why Pittsburgh's so fabulous. Something about us being here in Western Pennsylvania. Is that what it is? I believe so. Plus, we got a duck for a quarterback. Right. There's no earthquake and a new pirate manager. <laughs> W-O-R-D. Gather around because it is present time. It's that gift-giving time of the year, and we're giving one that will keep on giving all year long. We could be paying your rent or mortgage for all of 2020 if you're the winner of the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. You want to come up with an early Christmas present? You can even enter once a day to increase your opportunities to win. See rules and conditions for details. Enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes brought to you by Trinity Jewelers. Go to wordfm.com slash contests. 
Shalom. Hi, this is Abraham Sandler from Rock of Ages Messianic Jewish Congregation coming to you from the land of Israel. My wife Sheila and I are on the home stretch of our third trip to God's land. Sheila, we are looking forward to bringing people here so they can spend time with Jesus and his people in his land. What is one of the things that has been a significant experience for you while in Israel? Well, honey, I've really been impacted by the times of worship we've had while at Galilee and other special locations here in Israel. Of course, I'm a bit biased because you're my husband, but when you lead us in singing the praises of Yeshua while here in His land, people have experienced His presence in a special way. Thanks, sweetheart. I appreciate your kind words. So, everybody, we invite you to join our tour of Israel scheduled for November of 2020, which will include special times of Messianic worship and Messianic Bible teaching. Pray about joining us. Our tour is forming now. More info at rockofagesmjc.org. That's rockofagesmjc.org. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just 3 bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Once upon a time, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? Now, there's Salem Surround, delivering customers with targeted digital marketing. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Earlier this week, we were talking with a friend of ours, and he was telling us a story about a friend of his and a dire medical situation that has just enveloped a, a young woman's life, just crushed, of course, herself and her family, and it is is heartbreaking. And so here we are at the, the, the cusp of, the beginning of the holiday season with Thanksgiving upon us, and for a lot of people, even though it is always good to be grateful, oftentimes life is so hard, and it is hard to give thanks. Here to talk to us about that is Reverend Josh Brown. Josh is the pastor at Belfield Presbyterian Evangelical Church in the Oakland neighborhood of the city of Pittsburgh. Josh, welcome to the show, and happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Thanks, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Appreciate being with you. So, Josh, it's a hard thing about Thanksgiving because, you know, I'm sure there are listeners out there who are spending this holiday in the hospital. I know I've done it over the last several years. It's a whole different thing when... Things are falling apart in your life, and everyone's saying, no, 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 this is the day that you're supposed to say thank you. It really is. And in addition to all those things, if this is the first holiday uh, without a loved one, if you've had uh, somebody close to you or even just somebody you know die within the past year, especially if it's, especially if it's recent, if it's near to this, but uh, even if it's just the first holiday of going without someone that's close to you, and, and all of those other factors, you're right. Your first instinct, your first reaction is not going to be, I'm going to give thanks for all these things. Mm -hmm. 
Is it just our age? Because I'm not necessarily sure. You know, I should answer my own question here. But, you know, of course, we live in this social thing now, which is artificial. So people feel extra pressure to be grateful or thankful, Josh? Uh, that's a good point, John. It, it it probably heightens that feeling of pressure that people have, although I think it's probably not new. Um, I think there's probably something in the human hearts that in every age has felt like a I want to put on a good front for other people. I want to make sure that I'm, um, you know, not showing signs of weakness. Perhaps, maybe. Uh, so, I think that's probably something that is just there in us. But I can't imagine that um, those sort of things have helped. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know in the past, having gone through these seasons myself, I don't know if it's anyway. I oftentimes have a hard time, even though I'm angry at God. And, you know, that's my own sort of thing I carry. But as I'm angry about God in wherever I am, I also feel guilty about being angry at God. And that's mm-hmm. also the pressure all night as well, right? Well, yeah, that gets into a vicious cycle, doesn't it? Sure yeah, does. It does. <laughs> right. Now, then not only do you feel like you have to put up a good front or some kind of facade, but if you show any cracks in that or you let the, the spiritual makeup run a little bit, then you feel guilty for letting that happen. And you're right, that, that can just turn into a a pretty nasty cycle. So I, I think it's good. I mean, I think it's wise. It's certainly biblical to let people know that the full range of human emotion is something that we do experience. It's We can't say that that's not the case. And um, I know that you and I, we, we, we've talked together at different times about things like the Psalms, where you look at that, and there is just a breadth to the human emotion and experience there that goes far beyond just the plaster a big smile on and say, yeah, I'm okay, everything's good, uh, I'm doing great. There, there's a rawness to a lot of those, which I think is very instructive. It's no, it's no accident that those are psalms that are included in Scripture. That's uh, one of the places we're meant to see. Life isn't always really um, pleasant and, and pretty. There are sometimes it's kind of difficult, and when you're faced in with a, a holiday season like this, where so much of the messaging is, yeah, but you should be in a good place. And especially if you're a Christian, particularly, you need to be just very thankful about this. Now, there, there's truth in that, so I don't want to say that, I don't want to push that so far as to just deny the truth in that. But it is difficult, and I think we can acknowledge that, and I think Scripture also acknowledges that. So, Josh, I know this might sound like a simplistic question, but what's the right way to do it? If you're struggling, if you're suffering this Thanksgiving, and you want to I don't know, you want to honor God, but you want to be a healthy person. What's the best yeah. way to go about it? Well, yeah, that's a, that's a big question, Kathy. Um, I, I, I think we may have even talked about this at some point, or maybe it's just something I feel like I talk a lot with people about this time of year. But there's a little verse at the end of Paul's letter uh, in First Thessalonians that is easy to, to kind of skip over or read through quickly at the end of in chapter 5 of First Thessalonians. He is laying out, there's just a series of, of little exhortations and commands and instructions, and they just flow one right after another so quickly that um, you might not see all the depth that's going on in there. So, for example, the reason I bring that up, uh, he's talking in this section, he says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the Spirit, and then he goes on. And the little phrase there where he writes, give thanks in all circumstances, it is, I think, very significant. The grammar matters there. Um, There is a difference between saying give thanks in all circumstances and saying give thanks for all circumstances. Mm -hmm. 
and it's not an insignificant difference. I think that there are versions of, of things you hear out there, and maybe some things you hear from some Christian circles who will say, no, you should be thankful for these things that have happened to you, even the difficult things. Um, and that is, I think, a place where we can put all kinds of pressure on ourselves, on others that, that need not be there. When he's saying give thanks in all circumstances, I think it provides space for the pain, for the sorrow, for the lament that is there, that is real, that is human, that is biblical, um, but also reminds us that even in those times, there are things that are true about who God is and what he's done for us in Christ that we can find as anchor points. So even in the midst of the really difficult times, we can be thankful for the fact that we have a Heavenly Father who knows us and loves us. We can be thankful for the fact that this God has gone to uh, the greatest lengths to demonstrate that love to us in Christ, the fact that there is nothing that can possibly separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord, as Romans 8 says. All of those things are true, and we can be very, very thankful for those things, even in circumstances that are really difficult. Right. So that's good. So despite, I mean, the hardship that many people are going through right now, there is always that refuge in the storm. That is the place that you go to good times, bad times, indifferent times. The Lord is the place to go to. And I'm, I just know, Josh, you know, and I'm sure you as a pastor, you know, multiple people right now, this moment are suffering hard and all those emotions that go along with that, it's always good to to go back to the very beginning of the story, why we are believers in Jesus Christ in the first place. Exactly, exactly. And again, I know sometimes people are very well-meaning in their intentions when they say things like, well, you're going through this real suffering, and that's going to refine you, and that's going to deepen your character. And again, there's truth to all of that, so I'm not trying to dismiss the truth in those things. But if you're leading someone to a place or if you're leading yourself to a place where you're thinking, I should be thankful for the difficult things themselves, I don't know that that's the place that Scripture takes us. Those things, first of all, are evidence of the fact that the world is not the way that it should be. These are all signs of the effects of sin and the fallenness of this world and the death and despair that is there. And those aren't things to be thankful for. But in the midst of those things, there are these bedrock truths that are unshakable and unassailable, and we're very, very thankful for those in the difficult times even. Hmm. Josh, um, what, is a, what does a church do for people at times like this? You know, I, I was talking to someone recently who's going through a hard time. He doesn't have a church. He doesn't go to church. Church hasn't been a big thing for him. Um, but as I said, this is a challenging season for him, and all of a sudden he's kind of starting to ask a question like, if I went to a church, I, I know this sounds self-serving, but this is what he's asking, what could a church do for me? Hmm. Um, it, some simple steps is to just acknowledge some of the things that we've been talking about here, um, to just even in small ways acknowledge that, hey, I realize that those of you who are gathered here are not all in a wonderful place of contentment and joy. Um, I know that there are some people here who are grieving, and to acknowledge that, and, and churches can do that in all kinds of different ways. Um, certainly when you're gathered with one another for times of corporate worship, uh, it's good to acknowledge that there are a number of us here, whether that number is five or 500, and we're not all in the same place. And 
here's some things that are true regardless of where you are about the Lord. But just to be aware, be aware that if, if you are in a great place right now, if life is great, everything's good, you're in a wonderful spot, that, that's good. I mean, you can be thankful for that. It's okay to be thankful for that. Maybe just be aware that the person sitting next to you might not be there. Um, and on the flip side, if you're not in a good place, you, you don't, <laughs> I don't mean to be blunt, like you don't need to bring everybody else down with you, but it's okay to be authentic and to be mm-hmm. real and to say, this is where I am. And, and you don't have to put up a front about it. Um, you can acknowledge those things. It's okay. It's good. That's good. Josh, thanks. I mean, it's a difficult subject, isn't it? And it's a difficult process to even, you know, acknowledge it to yourself, let alone to someone you love, and then to show up, hey, I'm, I'm here, and let's sit down and enjoy each other's company. Yeah, it is. It, it's very difficult. And just to you don't want to go to the extreme of, I think, denying that there's any difficulty out there, it's not the place to wallow. It's not the place to dwell. Um and, and I realize it's hard to say something like that for people who are really dealing with some very difficult clinical depression or things like that. I mean, they, but um, I'm saying again, like corporately, when we're together in times of worship or things like that, you can acknowledge it, but then you can also go from that place back to the good truths of the gospel and to say, this is where we want to get to, and this is where we need to be, and this is where we are in Christ. And so it's not, it's going to be messy. I mean, life is. Life is and, hard. <laughs> yeah, but acknowledging those things and, and not pretending as if, well, once you become a Christian, um, all, all the difficult stuff disappears. Right, that, right. That's just not, that's just not true. Yeah. Josh Brown, he joins us from Belfield Evangelical Presbyterian Church in the Oakland neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh. Okay, Josh, before we let you go, we've been talking about uh, side dishes. Side dishes that make their appearance, Mm -hmm. perhaps at uh, Thanksgiving or Christmas only, that may be something to look forward to. Maybe perhaps you'd like to flee from those side dishes. Something that's unusual that finds its its way to your dinner table. Do you have such a side dish in your family? Oh, I don't know if there's one particular one that uh, jumps out. I mean, I'm I'm partial to most kinds of sweet potato dishes. I Mm -hmm. think there's some really good ones with those, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially if you get some good, like, texture variation, like some kind of like almost crunchy sugar or nuts or something on the top, you yeah. know, a little texture variation. I think that's good. That's good. Yeah, um, now you're moving ahead to dessert there. I mean, so... No, no, no. see, it's a side dish, it, but you know it's really, you know in your heart it's a dessert. Because it's so sweet. Yeah, well, it has to be. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Thanks, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying, I think <laughs> we have to be honest about, about who we are, right? Yeah. I mean, no, no. it's so... That... Uh, no, I mean, I like, uh, around the holiday, I mean, for tomorrow, I, I like stuffing. Uh, there's yeah. there's some disagreement within our immediate family. Mm-hmm. I, I like the stuffing that... Oh, wait, is, tell us like... about, wait, tell us about that disagreement. What's Wet going on? Wet or dry? Well, yeah, so I, I like the stuff that doesn't, I mean, the stuff in the bird is good, but the extra stuff that you just put in like a casserole dish and bake and mm-hmm. it's a little like, like crispy on the top, I, I prefer that. Mm-hmm. I agree, but yeah. I think I'm the outlier, actually, in my family. No, wait, because that's drier. Um, I, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's, it's. I guess it's, I guess it's a little drier, but it's just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, just a little different texture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I, you know, that's a really good point you bring up, Josh. Texture is important. I think it's an often overlooked facet of Thanksgiving Day, right? Sure. Yeah, if everything's the same kind of like mushiness, you got mashed potatoes and it's like yeah, potatoes and the stuffings. If it's all the same. 
Yeah, if it's all the same consistency, gotta have mix it up a little bit. Which is why you which is why you need bologna cake. Would you? Are you familiar with bologna cake, Josh? Uh, no, and I'm not sure I want it. No, no, it's no, horrible. Please don't, can I, Josh. But can no, I no. can I tell you about it? Fine, fine. You're gonna sure. love it. You're gonna love it. It's um if you can imagine bologna cut in circles, right? Mm-hmm. And it's about thirty of those sliced just laid on top of each other, stacked, stacked, stacked bologna, as if as if you would be making a layer cake, mm. and then instead of the frosting, you've got. <laughs> You've got cream cheese on the outside, mm. and then you've got green olives on top, mm-hmm. and then you've got some spray cheese making like a little decoration, like a little, you nice. know, frill around the top of the cake. Yeah. Is this like a prank dish? No, 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 no it's I'm serious. Yeah, it's, yeah. Really, it's really good. Some family... I mean, it's not really good. It's just, it's really <laughs> shocking. Right, right. At that uh, point, when I the... I don't mean to offend anybody if that's their favorite. No, it's horrible. No, 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 no. it's truly horrible. I'm going to post a photograph of it oh, the on, our, cake. On, on our Facebook page right now. At that point, when the bologna cake shows up, you'd have to excuse yourself. Uh, I'll right. be back in a little bit. You know, that's how yeah. it is. It's a lot to hey, there's, take. There's, there's suffering that, you know, just hits us all. Again. No, you're right. <laughs> Josh, thanks an awful lot. We are always grateful for your appearance here on our show throughout the year. So thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Have a great Thanksgiving. You as well. Happy Thanksgiving. Josh Brown, he joins us from Belfield Evangelical Presbyterian Church in the Oakland neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh. Seriously? Bologna cake? I'm serious. Hi, it's me, Marsha from the Springhouse. How are you? Hey, take a big whiff. Mmm, can you smell it? The real hickory wood burning long and slow in our smokehouse to smoke our old-fashioned hickory smoked hams. Have you ever tried a springhouse smoked ham? The meat is so tender it falls right off the bone when it comes out of the oven. And the taste, mm-mm, a taste of days gone by. A springhouse hickory smoked ham makes a great corporate gift in a big springhouse box with a big red bow on top. Or how about for all those sage folks that remember smoking their own hams as youngsters? Give us a call at 724-228-3339 to order your whole or half hickory smoked ham from the Springhouse. Or check us out on the web at www.springhousemarket.com. And Merry Christmas from all of us at the Springhouse in 84 PA. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville can help protect your vehicle against anything the elements throw at it. Like spray-on bed liners to create a permanent lifetime barrier against impact, moisture, and corrosion. Their TST Rust Remedy covers stuff your manufacturer warranty doesn't, like road salt. And fall detail to safeguard your paint job, your tires, your interior against winter's worst damage. And did I mention Extreme now offers custom graphics? Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville for the Extreme and all of us at extremetruck.net. The Forevermark Diamond Tribute Collection for your courage, passion, determination, for your tenderness, spirit, and the way you love. For all that you are, the Forevermark Tribute Collection, a diamond for each of your qualities. Forevermark. Beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced. Explore the Forevermark Tribute Collection at Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Visit trinityjewelers.com. Hey, this is Laura Story. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular week-long Alaska cruise? After you prepare your heart with worship led by Michael O'Brien and myself, Alistair Begg will be sharing from God's Word, and together we will renew our vision, purpose, and connection with Christ. We'll let Scripture steer our hearts as we explore God's eternal truths together. Salem Media Group presents the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise, August 30th through September 6, 2020. Get more details at wordfm.com slash Alaska. With colder temperatures on the way, keep your car running with Prestone Antifreeze. Only Prestone's superior formula works immediately, protecting your engine from the elements to keep your engine running better. 
So take on the winter with Prestone today. St. Jude continues to advance by increasing cure rates in childhood cancer. And donors are important to us because you get the feeling that you have a team behind you. When it comes to research and advancements, there are some things that only we can do because we have the resources and we have the focus. And so if St. Jude doesn't do it, who will? St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Overcast and windy tonight with snow showers, low 34. Winds gradually subsiding tomorrow, cooler. Clouds and breaks of sun, high 41 for Thanksgiving Day. Cloudy tomorrow night, low 29. Friday, times of clouds and sunshine, high 42. Cloudy Saturday with occasional rain in the afternoon, high Saturday 41. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Brian May. No, no, see, it's not Christmas yet, Mike. That's right, Mike. What the heck? You can't do Christmas tree when you haven't done turkey. Right. Everything has its own season. Mike basically puts up his Christmas tree as soon as Labor Day is over. Right. That's way too soon. It really is. Not soon enough. Anyway, we're talking Thanksgiving side dishes of note today. Mm -hmm. The stuff you love, the stuff that disgusts you. Mm -hmm. I've just put a post up on uh, Facebook. I will put a similar post up on uh, Twitter in just a moment. Mm -hmm. But um, we're anxious to hear from you. Would you like to hear some of the um, nominations I've already received, John? Oh, please, yeah. Okay, hold on. Listeners have chimed in on there. I need to to get to my correct place. Okay. Okay, we have... um, the awful lime green jello salad. This is, I'm, I'm reading word for word. That awful lime green jello salad, John, with crushed pineapple, cottage cheese, and walnuts. Yeah, I, I don't mind that. I mean, here's the thing a lot of these dishes, like, it's one and done. So you just, it's like seeing an old friend. You have a few little, you know, pecks of that. And you ingest it. If you know, I'll see you next year, friend. Yeah, I don't think that's a friend. I don't think. No, I don't mind that. I don't think ever putting cottage cheese and walnuts in Jello is okay. Walnuts? What's the deal with walnuts? They what? Well, someone tweeted this out today. I feel like I need to give her. I need to give her 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 props. Mm-hmm. But I can't find her name right now, so I'll tell you about it later. Okay. So walnuts are on the, a lot of people's menu. And again, how often throughout the year? Are walnuts like in a recipe that you're making, right? It's not like right. pancakes and walnut no, no, or no. jello. But all and, of a sudden it's the holiday and walnuts are everywhere. Right. Or jello. Mm-hmm. Jello makes it, you know, someone is making that like your Aunt Kate. Right. Right. And she loves that. Yeah. So she's showing up and this is her she's bringing high the, watermark. Right. It is. It is. So you honor Aunt Kate. Someone has brought up a, a bowl of black olives. Just a bowl. Apropos of nothing else on the table. <laughs> I love, now listen, do you not love the uh, the olive, uh, the, the pickle, the pepperoncini thing? I like I like all that, but I really, really don't like black olives out of a can. No, oh no, neither do I. Well, that's what we're talking okay. about here. We're, we're not talking a bowl of Kalamata right. olives. We're no, talking no. about the, you know, the whatever brand. Yeah. I don't consider myself like a food snob in any way. No. But when I see those, I go, really? That's the best we're doing. Like, that's, we it, that's it. We can't do better than that? I mean, if you're six and you put them on all your fingers, right, that's, that's super cool. That's something. But other than that, man. Can... How about pearl onions and cream sauce? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that thing I said about old friend, mm-hmm. forget that. Listen, <laughs> my that, mom, that's bad. and I know she's listening that right now, good, nanny good. made that 
she called it, she called it creamed onions oh. every single <laughs> year. Mike, have you ever had a creamed onion? Oh no. boy, mm-hmm. oh that's rough. That pearl is, onions yeah. in cream sauce. No, listen, I've I've had not the pearl onions. I've had like the real onions just cut into that's pieces. Fine. It's same thing. Same thing. What is that? Listen, that is disgusting. I mean, I think my mom could eat that like it's her whole really? job. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh God bless her. I no, mean, that's decent. just okay. Fine. How about a bowl? No, this is another listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, canned. Canned yellow wax beans mm. alone in a bowl. Uh, well, that was a staple at the whole house. Not for a, just as a regular, you know, vegetable. Mm-hmm. Canned yellow beans. Mm-hmm. I but, must have eaten that a thousand times. But not on Thanksgiving. Well, <laughs> maybe some walnuts. Oh, so, <laughs> disgusting. Find us on Facebook, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. We want to hear from you. Uh, Thanksgiving side dishes of note. Very nice. Okay, we're taking a break. Ann Kennedy joins us to talk about oh. things should be harder. And we're going to ask her about her side dishes. Oh, I'm sure she's got a several. Stick around for that. WORD. Turning Point with David Jeremiah. The ups and downs of life are not always just happenstance. Sometimes God brings those things into our life for a purpose that He might strengthen us and make us the kind of people that He can trust and use in the days that are before us. Join Dr. David Jeremiah for his series, When Your World Falls Apart, next time on Turning Point. This evening at 7.30 on 101.5 WORD. As mothers and caregivers, we tend to put others before ourselves. Former Texas Governor Ann Richards once said, if you think taking care of yourself is selfish, change your mind. In planning for your retirement, it's important to pay yourself first. Women have unique needs as investors. They generally live longer than men and have less saved. Kurt Kenotic and the team at Accurate Solutions Group have developed a complimentary guide to help women achieve financial independence called 10 Tips to Help Empower Women Investors. This guide addresses the reasons every woman should have a financial plan of her own. For your copy of this guide from Accurate Solutions Group, call or text TIPS to 412-515-3555. That's 412-515-3555. Don't put others' retirement plans before your own. Take the first step toward your financial independence today. Call or text TIPS to 412-515-3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. When wet weather is on the way, keep it dry inside with J&D Waterproofing. Water seepage and a sinking foundation can cause major structural damage if left untreated. Joe Belanti and the team at J&D Waterproofing have the experience to correct your water problem with over 72 years in the industry. Call the Tri-State's premier waterproofing company now at 1-800-VERY-DRY for a free estimate and big savings on all waterproofing services for a limited time. J&D Waterproofing, 1-800-VERY-DRY. I'm not 20 anymore, but I'm not about to let joint pain slow me down. And thanks to advanced biological therapy, I don't have to. At Regenerate Me in Pittsburgh, Advanced Biological Therapy offers the most advanced non-invasive treatment for joint pain. To qualify for the free comprehensive three-week joint study, including first treatment, call 412-851-3811 now. Slow down for joint pain? Not on your life. 412-851-3811. Restrictions apply. Space is limited. Ends December 13th. As we enter this holiday season, we've stopped to reflect on what we're grateful for. This is Greg Trzinski, and at the Original Mattress Factory, we're grateful for you, our loyal customers. With your support, more than half of our business comes from repeat customers and referrals. And we have been hometown-made for nearly 30 years. So thank you. 
We look forward to building new relationships and providing the high quality and great value that you've come to expect from the Original Mattress Factory. We wish you and your family a happy and healthy holiday season and a wonderful new year. Ann Kennedy's with us and is the author of Nailed It, 365 Sarcastic Devotionals for Angry and Worn Out People. She blogs almost daily at PreventingGrace.com. Ann, happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving to you. And I want you to just know that later in our conversation, I'm going to be asking you about Thanksgiving side dishes of note mm-hmm. in your family and your experience. And I'm looking for the stuff you love, the stuff that disgusts you. Right. But first, because oh, of that, good. and uh, apparently the Instagram influencer has been a thing that you've been thinking about lately. I have. I ha- I'm doing a bad job on Instagram. Mm. I've started developing guilt about not having a good enough Instagram profile or whatever. Right. And so, but rather than taking more pictures, I've been just reading about other people on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So it turns out you can buy Instagram followers, which I thought would be fantastic, except I don't think I have enough money for that. Right. Um, But it's so like, if you just can't take your own pictures or you need like a thousand followers in one day, you can go online and buy uh, followers. So if someone's buying followers, who is selling the followers and who gets paid? I think that, I mean, the article I read this morning, there's like a guy in Belgium. (laughs) You send him 15 bucks and he gets his computer going and you... (laughs) There, there's like different levels. There's the companies that do it. There's really? individuals. Um, it's becoming like part of the industry of in, of social media is that you can buy followers, and it's getting more sophisticated because I guess you can tell if you look at people's IP addresses um, that they're not real, but it's getting better and better. So. Um, that's just that cheating. Look like real people, right? That's Pardon? very. That's yes. just cheating. Yeah, and it, yes, it sounds is. very complex. <laughs> so a very very complex thing to do because this idea of being an influencer, I'm not sure I really want to buy into that. Well, it's a mil- It's like a multi billion dollar industry now because oh, wait, companies you? don't have. They don't put their advertisements on television anymore. Nobody's watching television. And Netflix gets your money directly, so they'll pay, you know, you can get a deal with somebody to promote their product on Instagram, um, And but how do you do that? How do you get big enough to get money to do Instagram? You One way to do it is to pay for fake followers. So it's kind of like a snake that's eating its own tail. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Okay, so something is wrong with that because the whole point in being on Instagram is that people are communicating with you and you're communicating with them. So if you're lying and buying that, look, it should no. We can we can really try harder to, harder than that, mm-hmm. which which has made you think and has made me think as well that for some reason we're living in a society where everything has just become way too easy and now it's just dumb. 
It is like I I mean how hard is it to take a picture and put it on Instagram? Right. It's it's surprisingly and terribly easy to do that. So much so that I wish that I had an actual camera. Like it's too easy and so um too many of us are doing it and it's not worth anything anymore. I think that's one problem. Um but also the friction of life is disappearing into my smartphone. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't, there's like, it's not physically difficult to do anything in my life, um, which makes me, doesn't make me happy, um, which is amazing because Instagram was supposed to make us all happy, just like Facebook was. And amazingly, we're not happy at all. Um, it's so much so that we're willing to pay money for other people to come in and like our, you know, bad Instagram posts. Um, it's really, it's really, it's shocking to me, but I was, I mostly wanted to eulogize my own new car, um, when I was riding this morning, um, because I, I have a 30 year old stick shift Toyota station wagon that oh, I'm driving oh. around my town. Say no more, Anne. Tell us so about that. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. A 30 year old Toyota with a stick. What kind of a Toyota yeah. is this? Well, I mean, oh, it's a Camry. It says okay. right here on the A Camry now. wagon. God bless you. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's so cool. Like, I mean, nobody has this car in this town. Not a living soul. So first of all, I'm unique. Yes. I think I should Instagram it. But second of all, it's so hard to drive. My whole body hurts <laughs> because of driving this car, which is so fantastic. I I've given up working out just because I can drive now. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's something and, to be said about the power of a stick shift, right? Because right. I, I bet you of all the new cars that are manufactured in this country, a tiny, tiny fraction have a stick. No, it's I, 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 I really wanted one when we were looking for a car a few years ago, and we couldn't find a used stick shift that was within our, you know, $2 price range. <laughs> so right. um, this one... Uh, is belongs to my parents, so I'm not allowed to hurt it or anything. But it's um, it's so hard to drive, but it's so fun, and the sense of speed is so fantastic that I haven't even wanted to look at my phone. You know, I don't look at my phone when I'm driving, but I think about my phone when I'm driving because I'm so bored with life in the car um, that I'm I'm reawakened. It's like a renaissance for me. My mind and my soul have been rejoined to my body oh, just fabulous. by driving this car. Um and it it's it's the best thing ever. My children are humiliated um because I've been driving them around <laughs> fantastic. Humiliated. They're Very getting old. to where they need to go, Very right? Car. But they're getting yeah, so getting them where they need to go. Right. So they should be happy. Without a doubt. And okay, and so you may- to drive this car because i don't want them to text and drive so. that's just it i believe and mm-hmm. that you've stuck on you've struck on something here that may be you know good fortune for us all so uh to dissuade young drivers from texting and driving the thing you should do and then, then of course the car manufacturers have to be on board with this from now on we should make everyone under the age of 22 drive a stick shift mm-hmm. i that's what i thought you know, young people should have, if we want to cure the, if we want to deal with texting and driving, and rather than making it against the law to text and drive, we should make owning a manual transmission against the law. Like, manufacturers should not be allowed to make 
automatic cars. Everyone mm-hmm. should have to drive a right. stick, and then mm-hmm. we would no longer have texting and driving. Right. Um, and people would be happier. Um, I think they would be more mentally healthy. I think it would solve almost all of our societal problems, actually. I think you're right. Okay. If people just had to drive a car like this one. Because the fact of the matter is, when you are driving a stick, you are actually driving. You're driving. You're in tune with the car. Yes. You're in tune with yourself. You're alive. The car is under your own control. I mean, I think that the worst thing in the world will be driverless cars. Like, if you can buy your own Instagram likes, if you can buy Instagram likes, and you and you can get in a car and not drive it, it's like you're not even human. You, right. You've become a cyborg. You're mm-hmm. not... You know, what's the point of even bothering with your whole life? Right. Um, I think we should go back, not back to the dark ages, not past like the washing machine, you know, <laughs> and the phone. Because yeah, let's not get crazy. All the way back. Right. I just want to go back a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, part way. Okay. So to the point. social media. <laughs> so the point where we were driving a car is hard. And so it requires our attention. So we're not thinking about Facebook or we're not thinking about how many right. you know people Likes. are contacting us on LinkedIn or whatever My Twitter while feed. we're driving and we're not getting bored because we're actually just consumed with the task of, oh my gosh, this car is very hard to drive. Because you, when you're shifting, you and the car are one. You are one. It is the melding you of are. human right. and mechanics. It's, not thinking, it's right. not thinking independently from you. No, right? You are you controlling that. No, like... What speed are you going? Like, mm-hmm. is it time to shift up or shift down? Yes. Is there traffic in front of you? Can you shift in third gear? Like, can you turn a corner in third gear, or should you definitely go down mm-hmm. to second? You should definitely go down to second. You should. Right. I've forgotten that when, uh, so- in the intervening years. You have to pay attention, and it consumes all of your your mind so that you're not, you know, thinking about your ennui you know, mm-hmm. and how miserable your life is. Yes. Um, it's fantastic. When we all in our family, all the kids in our family graduated to eventually at some point, whether we were, you know, 18 or 40, getting our very own first car, my dear mother would always give each one of my siblings and I a a holy medal on a safety pin that she would attach to the visor, the sun visor of our car which would protect us as we were traveling, or so she believed. That's awesome. She believed that, right? And so then maybe we should, as we we, um, ascend to uh, and go back to the stick shift, we could make that some, what, somewhat of a holy apparatus to draw us closer as we're driving. Mm -hmm. I know. That's a good idea. I think it should be a spiritual thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I think Christian families should commit to only driving stick shift as like <laughs> you a part of Christian witness. Mm-hmm. Nice. As and we've if a, you yeah. don't drive one, are you even a Christian? Very right? good. That's as we've kind a, of where I'm landing on this. I like that a lot. Right. Just as we've adopted yeah. Chick-fil-A and apparently been let down, we'll now focus on the stick shifting of Christian America. I think so. I, I mean, fabulous. I really think that we would have less drug problems and um, less, everything like every bad thing if all of our young people had to actually learn how to drive a car for real nice mm-hmm. very good okay ann kennedy's with us uh okay. Pathios, preventing graces her blog oh, site. only a minute or so left and time to switch our attention to thanksgiving dishes of note side dishes
So, Anne, is there a side dish that you make yourself make that shows up only on Thanksgiving and you kind of go, okay, uh, I'm going to push that forward. Hello, old friend, and you'll see you next year. I do um, parsnips cut pretty fine in um, slow butter where I just keep adding butter for almost an hour while I cook them. Parsnips. And they, parsnips, they're so delicious. They're ambrosial. It's like the gods. Uh, you, you do them gently in butter for just almost an hour, and then you eat them yourself in I've, the kitchen before sure, they hit the table. and you don't share them with anyone. Now, does a parsnip look like a carrot? It does. It looks exactly like a carrot, but it's white right. and sort of anemic looking. Yeah, but I've, it's I've so never purchased divine. that because, right. of its a, because of its anemic appearance. Right. No, and we also know that, you know, a friend of ours was a mission kid who grew up in Africa, and you yourself was a mission kid who grew up. So when you have traditional American Thanksgiving fare, do you pine for your days when you were a missionary kid and eating African food on Thanksgiving, or was that even a thing? Not on Thanksgiving, but on Christmas, the thing that I most want is a really gorgeous pork roast and, um, like, peanut sauce, which is like groundnut stew, essentially, mm-hmm. over rice. That's the thing that I most want to eat. And I actually make that for my kids' birthdays because they don't want to eat it at Christmas, even though they should, and they're not even Christian. But, um, <laughs> no, Christians, where I grew up, ate pork as a sign of their Christian faith. And then the big pot of um, peanut sauce that everybody would eat out of a common bowl, that says Christmas to me more than anything in the world. I don't even remember Thanksgiving as a child in Africa, which probably breaks my mother's heart. Mm. But um, the holiday season, to me, there's a hot, dry wind and a peanut uh, sauce with chicken in it. Wow. That sounds good. All that right. sounds really good. That sounds good. Bobby. And thanks. Mm-hmm. We always enjoy it. Uh, listen, be a real Christian. Drive a stick shift. Ann Kennedy, Preventing Grace. Always a pleasure, Ann. Thanks. You and your family, a very, uh, very grateful Thanksgiving day. You too. Happy Thanksgiving. Very nice. Preventing Grace, Ann Kennedy. She's excellent. Funny, thoughtful, and uh, drives a mean stick shift. And cooks parsnips. The day after Thanksgiving, feed your soul. Join Amen to Action as we come together for the third year to sing, pray, celebrate, and pack over one million meals of hope for the hungry. It's Friday, November 29th at the Convention Center. Doors open at 8 a.m. We think we'll break last year's record. We know it will be a lot of fun. To register for the event or make a donation, go to amentoaction.org. Join Ireland's own Keith and Kristen Getty, known for In Christ Alone, for their ninth annual Sing, an Irish Christmas tour. Featured on public television, the BBC and TVN, the Gettys are joined by their incredible band, fusing Celtic, Americana, modern, and classical music for a vibrant celebration of the season. Build lifelong memories at Sing, an Irish Christmas. For tickets and information, visit gettymusic.com slash Christmas. Coming to the Benenham Center in Pittsburgh on December 12th. For your next event, instead of worrying about catering to your guests, why not just enjoy them? The Cooked Goose Catering Company provides homemade satisfaction that puts you at ease, whatever the occasion, like their roast beef and stuffed chicken breast, with mashed or roasted potatoes and green beans, just $10.95 a person. Visit cookedgoosecatering.com slash word and see what's cooking. 
the Cooked Goose Catering Company. Just good food. Shalom. Hi, this is Abraham Sandler from Rock of Ages Messianic Jewish Congregation coming to you from the land of Israel. My wife Sheila and I are on the home stretch of our third trip to God's land. Sheila, we are looking forward to bringing people here so they can spend time with Jesus and his people in his land. What is one of the things that has been a significant experience for you while in Israel? Well, honey, I've really been impacted by the times of worship we've had while at Galilee and other special locations here in Israel. Of course, I'm a bit biased because you're my husband, but when you lead us in singing the praises of Yeshua while here in His land, people have experienced His presence in a special way. Thanks, sweetheart. I appreciate your kind words. So, everybody, we invite you to join our tour of Israel scheduled for November of 2020, which will include special times of Messianic worship and Messianic Bible teaching. Pray about joining us. Our tour is forming now. More info at rockofagesmjc.org. That's rockofagesmjc.org. From the moment you met, it's as if you were custom-made for each other. Why should your jewelry be any different? Trinity Jewelers is the area's premier designer of custom jewelry that celebrates life's closest relationships, from breathing new life into a family heirloom to crafting a -a one-of-a-kind original out of nothing but imagination. Trinity's master craftsmen create affordable pieces that tell your own unique story. See how at trinityjewelers.com. Kathy Blyes was driving past the shuttered Rite Aid building on Corbett Street in Toronto. When Kathy Bly said God spoke to her, he told her to call the real estate agent who was selling the building. Now, Kathy Bly is the pastor of Abundant Joy Fellowship. She took over that church when her husband, Greg Blythe, died a year ago. Uh, and Greg, his dream was always to open a community center in Toronto. So Kathy Blyes was puzzled. She did not have the money to buy the building, but she says God told her that Rite Aid would give her the building. And she sent a letter to Rite Aid. That's exactly what happened. They did not pay a red cent for the building. A Rite Aid spokesperson confirmed that the church donated the three-story, 35,000-square-foot building to the church. The property has an assessed value of $752,000. And Rite Aid gave this to this church. That's right. Rite Aid. So she, uh, Kathy Blyes contacted the real estate agent who was on the front of the building. And uh, his name is uh, Ronald Tarquino. And he is the president of Tarquino a Realty on Pittsburgh's south side. He showed her the building, asked her how much she'd be willing to put down for the down payment. She said nothing, that God had told her that the company would give her the building. He said, listen, that's not going to happen. Um, then he says he was absolutely delighted. He reached out to Rite Aid. He said, they did it. It was the right thing to do. I take my hat off. I've never seen anything like it. Normally, uh, with buildings that are old, the building becomes an issue, he said. That's not the case here. The building is in very good shape. He said it probably at some point will need a new roof. And uh, Kathy Blyes is off and running with Abundant Joy Fellowship in Tarentum, thanks to the fine people at Rite Aid. Where do, are you reading that from? This is uh, from the Tribune Review. Mm-hmm. What a from, great uh, story. Yeah, a little earlier this week. Thank you, Rite Aid. Yeah, very nice. Wow. Gives you a little, little hope for Thanksgiving. I guess. Right? Makes there are you good think, things being you know, done. Exactly. All right. We're in the middle of our conversation on Thanksgiving side dishes of note. Yeah. Side and, uh, dishes I, of note. I've placed a post up on Facebook. I've also tweeted it out so you can contact us in either direction. Um, and we would love to hear from you. The things that you love, the things that disgust you, um, that's what we're looking for in, uh, in today's conversation. How about parsnips? 
Have you done? Well, I've never cooked a parsnip, and until I heard from Aunt, I wasn't quite sure that what I was thinking in my head was a parsnip actually was. Well, here's the deal. She's Whatever she's a parsnip is, she's slow cooking it in melted butter. Right. Now, you could put a, a roof shingle in melted butter, and it would taste pretty That's darn good, good. That's a good point. I mean, right? I think based on the appearance of a parsnip, it can't have a lot of naturally occurring flavor. Right. It just can't. It has hardly any naturally occurring color. <laughs> right. It is pretty spare. Right. All right. So check out our Facebook page. Yeah. Um, I have placed the photograph, if anyone's curious, of the bologna cake, mm. which is that an is appetizer just... that I have never heard of until this year. Do you it like bologna? It is truly disgusting. Did no, you grow up I eating cannot it? stand bologna. Because we didn't grow up eating it, but I knew kids who had bologna like regularly in their lunch, and they would consider fried bologna a delicacy. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Well, well I, I'd be happy to try a fried bologna sandwich once in a while. Would you but... try this bologna cake? Again, it's Thanksgiving, so if you're one and done, but I, I'd give it a shot, sure. WORD-FM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. It's turning out to be an early winter across much of the United States with heavy snow, freezing rain, and icy conditions affecting much of Thanksgiving travel. Colorado Department of Transportation spokeswoman Tamara Rollison says their roads are no longer snowy. But travelers are advised to leave extra time because of traffic backups. Give themselves a little bit of extra time. We do urge motorists to take it easy, obey the speed limit, and make sure they don't follow too closely because the number one cause of crashes that we have are people going too fast or they're following too closely. Meanwhile, state officials say long stretches of two interstate highways in northern Arizona's high country will likely be closed between late Thursday and early Friday because of expected heavy snowfall. On Wall Street, the Dow by 42 points, the Nasdaq rose 57. This is SRN News. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, driven by Calusi Chevrolet, serving the Pittsburgh area for over 100 years. The team at MyPillow is grateful for you this holiday season. So grateful, they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. His new Giza Dreams bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and he guarantees they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can buy one, get one free, by calling 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free, plus free shipping. Call 800-391-0954 or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code WORD. Tis the season to eat and be merry. If holiday enjoyment leaves you feeling painfully bloated, don't worry. Relief is here. Introducing Atrantil. Developed by a board-certified gastroenterologist, it relieves bloating where it starts, in the small bowel. That's why Atrantil works where other remedies don't. In clinical studies, 88% of bloating sufferers found Atrantil relieved their symptoms, and it's available over-the-counter without a prescription. A friend recommended Atrantil, and I had great results. I was so bloated and full. It was miserable, but the product started to 
work almost immediately. Atrontil is not another probiotic or digestive enzyme. It's made from a patented combination of powerful polyphenols. Plus, it's natural, vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. Atrontil turned my holiday bloating right around. Eat and be merry this season with Atrontil. Find Atrontil at Amazon.com, your local retailer, or for a special holiday offer, go to bloat411.com. That's bloat411.com. Hi, this is Tun Chilkin on behalf of Light of Life Rescue Mission. Thanksgiving has great meeting for the entire team at the mission, and it reaches far beyond a few football games and eating too much turkey. We're thankful for you, the caring Pittsburgh community, and the generous ways you continue to reach out and help us touch the lives of those in need. Today, I'm asking you to join our team to help us share the priceless gift of hope by visiting lightoflife.org and donating generously today. Friday, December 6th, Memorial Park Church presents a special benefit concert with Michael Card. A free event to support the work of Edu Nations in war-torn Sierra Leone. RSVP now at edunations.org slash benefit concert. In addition to the free concert, don't miss Michael's Hessen Biblical Imagination Workshop, Saturday from 8 to 4, just $35 a ticket. Michael Card, December 6th and 7th. Details at edunations.org slash benefit concert. Overcast and windy tonight with snow showers, low 34. Winds gradually subsiding tomorrow, cooler. Clouds and breaks of sun, high 41 for Thanksgiving Day. Cloudy tomorrow night, low 29. Friday, times of clouds and sunshine, high 42. Cloudy Saturday with occasional rain in the afternoon, high Saturday 41. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Brian May. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. You ever do uh, green beans in mushroom soup? Oh, the green bean casserole? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you have that often throughout the year? Are you year? kidding me? Of course. You have it like every other Sunday or so? No, no, no. We only have it on Thanksgiving. Wait, just one time out of the year? Yeah. Because it's like extra special? Right. Super delicious. Yeah, I gotta be honest. It's not my thing. The green bean casserole. Yeah, I don't really like that. How about a broccoli casserole? It's fine. You do that often? A broccoli casserole? I never. I've never made a broccoli casserole myself. What? What side dish? Like a green bean casserole mm-hmm. or a broccoli casserole or mm-hmm. a whatever that shows up at the Thanksgiving table just annually and is not seen again until the next Thanksgiving. That's what we're looking for. Find us on Facebook, The Ride Home with John and Kathy, or on Twitter, Kathy mm-hmm. underscore Word FM. Here's the question. Uh, what dishes do you love? What disgusts you? We want to hear equal contribution on both things. Right. Okay. Now, sort of during our 4 o'clock hour, we ask uh, Pastor Josh Brown. He brought up something I think was significant, which was the sweet potato. Mm-hmm. Now, you sort of poo-pooed it as I didn't des- poo-poo it. a dessert feature. I just feature. said, I think you have to go into it with your eyes open. When you're having the sweet potato mean? with the marshmallows and with the pecans, yeah. And with the brown sugar and all That's that, good. you have to recognize that you're eating dessert. It's not. It's not. Even if you're eating it with your entree, Fine. it is a dessert. But it's not as though like you're taking a vote and saying this is good for me. This is not I wasn't good for tra- me. I wasn't trying to pick on Josh Brown. I was trying to say I love that stuff. Oh my gosh! Like it's my job. Me too. I could eat sweet potatoes every day. Right. 
See, the problem, the problem with any Thanksgiving feast is that it's just hard to pace yourself. It is hard. There's right? a lot. There's a lot going on. The and cook. You, you can't wait in too fast because then you've ruined it. No, right? All of a sudden you're filling up on rolls. You can't do that. They can't have that. You can't do that. And then the poor cook, the poor cook slaves all day, all day. And then literally, what, in a half an hour, 45 minutes it's over. tops? It's over. People are headed out to the living room to watch some football. I feel like maybe at another time, I mean, I, I didn't think fast enough to do it. In a, at another time, I would like to, I think, do Thanksgiving at one in the afternoon. Oh, so that you really could do a little repeat around, around seven, five-ish, seven even. Okay, seven, seven's kind of late. I'd go back around five. <laughs> so you're you're hosting tomorrow. What time are you? What time? People are, you are coming at five thirty. Five. They're coming at five thirty. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear that because I am hosting as well. Yeah, and I was having people arrive at four thirty. I got a little uh, little uh, trouble. Yeah. Oh, why? Because they said this too early. Too late. <gasps> That's too late. Yeah. Too late. Come oh, on, no, let's I go. Don't think... Now, if you have really little kids, going earlier is better because yeah. the little kids are going to get cranky. Right. But I don't have any little kids coming this year. I feel good about 530. I feel like people come at 530. We have a little hors d'oeuvre thing mm-hmm, going on. Mm-hmm. And I have the dinner ready at 630. We're doing arrive at 430, dinner at 530. Okay. I feel good. And then what time does the Irishman come on? Uh, the Irishman, has, I've already seen the Irishman. Okay. I've seen it in the theater we're, where it was meant to be seen. Okay, we're going to talk about that later right. in today's program. Fine. All right, All right uh, going back to side dishes. Yes. And again, we would like for you to weigh in uh, at, on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, have you ever heard of Creole eggs? Creole eggs? Is mm-hmm. this like something from New Orleans? Uh, Alabama, apparently. Okay, Creole eggs. Sliced, boiled eggs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Smothered in Campbell's tomato soup and topped with bacon. Okay. Again, the bacon, right? You could, you could put bacon on a roof shingle and you're pretty much good to go. Yeah, there's something wrong with that. That can't what be What is it? it? Uh, eggs and what mushroom soup? Campbell's tomato soup. Tomato soup. Why am I mushroom? Tomato soup. Yeah, that can't be good. With milk or water? Oh, wait, okay, wait. Always water. Never, never. Always water. Never water. Always water. When it, where else in your life could you ever combine a tomato and milk? It's disgusting. No, it's not. No, it's By not. any stretch of no, dimension. It should never come no, no. together. How, how no. about, have you ever had like tomato mozzarella? What, tomato mozzarella? Like a tomato with mozzarella on top of it? Yeah. Yeah. So like the cheese is of the milk family. No, it's yeah, a whole yeah, different yeah. thing. No, no, cheese no. is not milk. No. Well, it's a related it's substance. A derivative. It's not the same it's thing. It's a derivative. I don't think it is a Comes derivative. It comes the same thing. Have you ever heard of this? Um, canned asparagus, cream cheese, and ham slices. <laughs> Okay. Now, apparently, you take your ham slice. Yeah. Okay. You spread your cream cheese on it. You put an asparagus beer in the middle and you roll it. <laughs> Canned asparagus. That's a rough one, isn't that's it? That's rough. Uh, the first time that I was invited, like you know, as a pseudo adult, mm-hmm. to bring a dish to you know, like my, you know, what I brought. Hmm. <laughs> I brought triscuits with slices of pepperoni and cheese whiz. I mean, it's a little low rent. I mean, I was like... But you were like... You I know, was 19, yeah. What are you going to do? You're 19. You're just figuring it out. I'm not going to pick on you for that. I'm going to tell you. I, it may have been the you know company that I was keeping. It was a hit. Was and it I really? felt good about myself. Of course you did. You thought oh, I, hey. I contributed to this dinner. Oh, yeah. Like all, us, you know. I want to salute a woman by the name of uh, Emma Schwartz who says that the 70s deserve a life sentence for every crime committed against salad. <laughs> I bring up uh, Watergate salad. Mm. 
You familiar with Watergate no, salad? I am not. Okay. I'm not sure why it's called Watergate salad, <laughs> but I'm going to show it to you and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I've had that. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. That's kind of like um, the, the, the uh, seafoam thing. The seafoam thing. salad. Right. Only it's not in a form. Right. So Watergate salad, I mean- I never heard of I, Watergate I, salad. I, is there anyone out there that knows what this is? Why is that? What? But it's like a it's like a green- it looks terrible. It's like a green jello mixture. It looks like it has some mm. variety of white thing in it. Like maybe it would be a cream cheese. I don't know. Or maybe, but, and then it has pecans on top and maraschino cherries. Yeah. Maraschino cherries, uh, which I love. Happy I, to have them. I cannot oh. tolerate those. I, if, I wish I had like a jar of those. Oh my gosh. Seriously. Listen, if I never, mm. if I never in my whole life, if oh, I live no, no. another 60 years and what? never have maraschino cherries, I'll oh, be happy. Oh, that's like to me. What, so did you not have Sundays or banana splits as a kid? I oh, Yeah, the, but it's ruined by the maraschino cherry no, on top. Because you have all this actual food and then you have this fake no. thing on top. You have this food oh, that's colored, so nope. nasty tasting, mm-hmm. shriveled up piece mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. non-fruit on so top good. of your salad. To me- or on top of your Sunday if, salad. If I'd have a Sunday or banana split, mm-hmm. I would save that maraschino for the last bite. That's how precious it was to me. I couldn't wait. Mike, that's how precious oh, it was. Oh, I love the maraschino. Mike, are you pro maraschino cherry? Yeah. Exactly. See? Yeah, Why thank not? you. you Why guys. not indeed? Before we thank leave you, Mike. this segment, I want to bring up the ambrosia salad. Mm. You know that? I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. So that's the marshmallows, the mandarin oranges, the yep. pineapple. Had that many times. The shredded coconut. Yep. But here's the thing. Whatever goes in, like, that, I'm okay with all of that. But when you add the sour cream, that's just, just wrong. Or that's the okay. mayonnaise or whatever happens in there, that's just wrong. Give me an, it starts out okay, and it just go, it takes a terribly dark turn. Give me some of that, and then give me the onion and the, uh, what are, what's the cream sauce thing? Side by side. Oh, the with creamed the, onions. Yeah. With the, the pearl onions and the cream sauce. Yeah, give me that and the ambrosia. And divide it with like a bun so the two don't like Listen, we, we might be inspiring my mom right now. She's making those creamed onions. She's like, I am going to get on and that. I, my hope is that Nanny makes you have a, an extra helping so, of the- yeah. Oh, my gosh. Extra helping. And it cooks for like 18 hours. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can just smell it in your house forever <laughs> and ever and ever. That's nice. Anyway, for find us on you. Twitter, Kathy underscore Word FM, John Hall, New Mike, all of us, um, and weigh in. Uh, please tell us about your Thanksgiving side dishes of no the things you love, the things that disgust you. Come up in a few minutes. We're going to talk about, of all things, giving thanks. It's the uh, Thanksgiving edition of The Ride Home. 101.5 WORD. Playing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New music. New music from Michael W. Smith and Pittsburgh's Vanessa Campania. Waymaker. Silver Bells by Mark Martell. Silver Bells. And Smile by Sidewalk Prophets. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD on the weekend. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Let's talk credit card debt for a minute. If you feel you're carrying too much of it, you're not alone. The average household in the U.S. carries over $8,000 in credit card debt. 
Ready for some good news? With a cash-out refinance from Quicken Loans, you can quickly and easily put some of the equity in your home to good use by paying off a lot of that high-interest credit card debt. A great way to take cash out is with our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.18%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN to learn how taking cash out with a 30-year fixed mortgage might be the right solution for you. And for a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rates subject to change. Pay 1.375% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. And MLS number 3030. I'm not 20 anymore, but I'm not about to let joint pain slow me down. And thanks to advanced biological therapy, I don't have to. At Regenerate Me in Pittsburgh, Advanced Biological Therapy offers the most advanced non-invasive treatment for joint pain. To qualify for the free comprehensive three-week joint study, including first treatment, call 412-851-3811 now. Slow down for joint pain? Not on your life. 412-851-3811. Restrictions apply. Space is limited. Ends December 13th. Hi, I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our To Have and To Hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HennyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your jewelers for life. Every day across western Pennsylvania, tough breaks happen to honest folks. Layoffs happen to single parents. Evictions happen to families with babies. And empty bank accounts happen to hungry people. But thankfully, every day in our community, good people happen to bad things. Your sustaining monthly gift of just $25 doubles the Salvation Army's ability to assist our neighbors battling poverty and help them win. Join the fight for good by texting Word FM to 91999. It is the season of gratitude. And I wonder... Is gratitude that something innate to us? Are we just born with gratitude in our in our bones? Or are we born with the opposite, that we're never grateful for anything? Right. Dr. Kurt Thompson is with us. Kurt is a psychiatrist in private practice in Falls Church, Virginia. He is uh, the author of The Soul of Shame, retelling the stories we believe about ourselves, and a regular guest on our show. Kurt, welcome back. How are you today? John, Kathy, great to be with you, and I'm feeling really thankful to be talking to you. Fabulous. We as well. Thank you. All right. So from a neurophysiological perspective, talk about what gratefulness does for us or to us. Well, I think, um, you know, one of the first things that you noted and you asked that question, are we naturally born into postures of gratitude? I think that we all are kind of aware of what it means for us to train our children our children don't seem to be naturally just up for being grateful. Uh, they've, I mean, heck, they spent the first 15 to 24 months of their life being pretty much, you know, the world is all about them. Why should I change things now? And if that's the case, I'm going to need to be trained in that way. So a month ago when we had children coming to our house for Halloween, you know, the most common thing that we would hear parents say would be, well, what, what do you say? Because they are having to train their children to say thank you. What's so beautiful about this is that it is in our saying thank you, in offering gratitude, at one level we would say, oh, I'm just 
saying thank you for the sticker bar or thank you for uh, cooking me a meal or any number of services or objects that we are given. And we think then that the attention is really about the thing or the stuff that we now have, when really what's happening is the act of gratitude in lower brain structures, parts of my brain that regulate my emotion and my fear centers and so forth, what they're really doing is making a connection with the other person. To say thank you means I'm recognizing at a very deep brain level that this thing that you've done for me actually is more about the two of us being connected than it is about the object that I've received. And so, of course, you know, researchers will say, if you practice well, if you know, if you, if you practice gratitude, you will have a greater sense of well-being. And of course, this is not a bad thing. I, everybody loves to have a greater sense of well-being. But the focus ends up being in, in a lot of how these things are reported to people. The focus is really about, oh, I want to practice gratitude because I will be more compassionate, because I will you know, feel better about myself, because I, I, I. When really, what's happening at a neurobiological level is that this act is actually more deeply connecting me to another person and that in fact is what's most important for us. Hmm. Okay, so you're saying that if I am grateful for okay, well what if I'm not <coughs> grateful for a person? What if I'm grateful for a thing or a position position or something? How does that connect me relationally? Well I think um you know in in most uh non faith-oriented expressions of this, we would say, I want to have a, I'm just going to have a posture of gratitude. I'm going to be grateful. And so I'm going to be like, oh, I want to be like, I'm, going to, I'm thankful for my job. I'm thankful for my this or for my that. What's really interesting, though, is that human beings actually are much more compelled. We don't train our children to be grateful generically or in general. We don't train our kids to, like, they go out and get their Halloween candy, and then we bring them home and say, okay, now we're just going to practice generically being grateful. No. We have our children say thank you to a person who has given them the candy. You see, when we're training our children early on, our brains know that I'm not just grateful in a certain posture. I'm actually grateful to another person. Now, it may be that I don't have a life in which I have relationships that are all that deep, at which point the best I can do is be grateful for a job and so forth and so on. And that kind of posture is better than not being grateful because that kind of posture has me being like, you know, thinking optimistically. It mm -hmm. has me thinking positively. It has me putting myself in a better mindset. But that, we might say, is uh, a helpful but less mature version of what it means for us to practice gratitude. Hmm. I think the other thing, too, that we would say yeah. is that, um, you know, uh, you know we, as I, I wrote in a recent blog about this and, and said, you know, in the last 10 years, the whole notion of gratitude has kind of made a comeback. And we point to science as, you know, it, you know as the authority that tells us we should now be grateful because science says so, despite the fact that practicing gratitude has been one of the core elements of a Judeo-Christian heritage for the last four to 6,000 years. Again, I think it is important for us to recognize that when we are training people 
to think about gratitude and to practice gratitude, what we really want to do is to extend their imaginations, beginning with our children, extend their imaginations, not just to become grateful, but to allow grateful to be the vehicle that is pointing us to more deeply connected relationships, Mm -hmm. which actually makes it much more possible for for them than for us to imagine being grateful to God for things. If I'm grateful to God, I don't just want to be grateful for the stuff that He gives me, but it is the practice of gratitude that's actually connecting me to that relationship, which we would say as Christians, what life is really all about. Dr. Kurt Thompson is with us, psychiatrist in private practice, Falls Church, Virginia, author of The Soul of Shame, retelling the stories we believe about ourselves. Kurt, John and I got to see the new Mr. Rogers film starring Tom Hanks last week. And wow. one of the things that we came away with after watching the film, I shouldn't speak for we. Uh, he can he can tell you personally what he came away with. I'm here. Honest, I am. <laughs> All right, whatever. Anyway, Kurt, I'd like to speak for myself Hello. and Hello. tell you. Uh, but oh, the pace of the film is so slow because yeah. that's how he spoke. And I think yeah. Tom Hanks does a wonderful job in conveying that. It's such a shock at the beginning because we are, I mean, the, we're light speeds faster than that in the mm. way we talk, mm. the way we think, whatever. Mm. Anyway, there's a scene in the film where he asks the journalist, whose name is Lloyd in the film, to stop and think about the people who loved him, the people that spoke into his life in different ways. Mm-hmm. And then he just mm-hmm. sits there for a good I don't know how long do you think it is? Thirty seconds? Sixty seconds. Sixty seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. just and in the film, it's uncomfortable because of it's just long. Well, you find yourself doing the same thing, right? So everybody in that theater is pretty much, I think, doing the same thing. But before you get to that right. place, you, you you're uncomfortable, right? So I wonder if because we're moving so fast, we're not getting to the gratefulness part because the moment we feel a sense of uncomfortability where something's going on too long, the pause in our life is too extended, then we pull out our phone or we look at our iPad or we do something else and exactly. we never get to the other place. Kathy, can I just invite you to come and just start to join us in our practice here? I, I think love- it'd be great nice. because like the, the insights here. The doctor's you know, in. The, uh, if, if you, if, if, if your listeners are able to kind of go back and listen to this, uh, our, our little broadcast here, what you just said is so crucially important. You know, we have an experiment that we give patients to do, uh, and I actually try to, pra- you know, try to practice it myself, and that is that when someone thanks you for something, and this is kind of this, what we do with when gratitude is practiced, not just when I give it, but when I receive it. When gratitude is practiced, and, and we can try this over Thanksgiving because you can bet that it's going to happen. Somebody's going to prepare a meal, and somebody's going to say, thanks so much for this great meal. When someone offers you gratitude, one of the things that we invite people to do is to say to them, okay, wait, I just want to pause you for a moment because I just want to stand here and take in your gratitude. And, of course, this, you know, this this feels weird, and it wigs people out a bit because, to your point, it feels strange because you know how it is. We receive something, we say thank you in the checkout line, this, that, we say, it's just automatic, right? Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily that we don't mean it, but we're not attuned because, Kathy, as you said, we're moving at light speed. I'm not actually stopping to say to someone, can I just say thank you so much for for bagging my Mm -hmm. groceries? And take literally 
five, seven seconds to look them in the eye, to say it slowly, and I will tell you the time that it takes to do this at first, you know, does create a certain discomfort, but I will tell you people melt over this. Hmm. The notion that they have been paid attention to. And when someone pays you a compliment, which is another way of saying thank you, when they say thank you and you say, can I just take that in for a moment? And you wait. And of course, they're thinking a moment literally is a moment, which is about a half a second and they're ready to move on. You know, I just want to take one, one thousand. And by the time you're counting to seven, eight, nine, ten, people begin to realize that this whole notion of gratitude literally has neurophysiologic effect. Like Mm -hmm. we move from the discomfort to this warmth of being seen, this warmth of being held, this notion that my just having bagged your groceries actually is changing the life of another human being as they stand here before me. And the reason I know it is because I'm looking at it, feeling it, sensing it. To the degree that we are willing to pace ourselves, in the second blog on Thanksgiving that I wrote this year about this, I said we we talked about this notion that in the Hebrews, with the Hebrews, you know, there were Thanksgiving sacrifices that they made. Why would you make sacrifices? Why can't you just, like, come to the temple and everybody, like, sing a song, say thank you, God, and go home? Why did an animal have to to be sacrificed? And what I would want to say is that Thanksgiving, to give thanks to someone and to receive thanks, actually, for us modernists, costs us something. And what it costs us is my pace. It costs the speed with which I'm moving. If I'm willing to sacrifice my pace and the speed long enough to give you thanks, over a period of time, long enough to receive your thanks, the payoff is 100-fold over time. Fabulous. Kurt Thompson, psychiatrist in private practice, Falls Church, Virginia. His uh, latest work is The Soul of Shame, retelling the stories we believe about ourselves. Okay, Kurt, uh, we're going to stop there. That's an excellent message. Thank you so much for that. But please chime in, won't you, on peculiar or favorite side dishes that may show up with you annually? At Thanksgiving? Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to tell you that my my wife makes a killer pumpkin casserole. Whoa. I mean, I could just have that. Really? Pumpkin Spare casserole? Spare the turkey. It's a pumpkin casserole that... Um, um, I, I would hope that people would be calling your station asking for her email address before really? this is all over because people will want this and then they'll want to like write and thank her for it. Oh, okay, listen, forever. listen, we, you, you cannot you cannot leave this telephone connection until you give Mike uh, your wife's email <laughs> yeah. address because oh, we're gonna, we're I need there. to contact her personally and and find this out. I need the details on yeah, that. Just one more thing. Uh, I would be, I'd be yeah happy to do that. Pumpkin Excellent. casserole. Yeah, thanks, Kurt. Happy yeah, Thanksgiving. Kurt, we are You're grateful welcome. for your Happy presence. Thank you. Thank you so much. You bet. Kurt Thompson, very interesting. Pumpkin casserole. It's a great conversation. The intentionality of gratitude in our lives. Kathy Emmons, kudos to you. The Forever Mark Diamond Tribute Collection. For your courage, passion, determination for your tenderness, spirit, and the way you love. 
For all that you are, the Forevermark Tribute Collection. A diamond for each of your qualities. Forevermark. Beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced. Explore the Forevermark Tribute Collection at Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Visit trinityjewelers.com. Everyone gets hungry before the party. Why not give them something worth talking about without lifting a finger? Food. The Cooked Goose Catering Company provides homemade satisfaction that puts you at ease, whatever the occasion. Right now, get their special appetizer package added to your next menu. An inviting selection of hors d'oeuvres starting at $6.95 per person. Visit cookedgoosecatering.com word and see what's cooking. The Cooked Goose Catering Company. Just good food. Since its founding in 1876, Grove City College has helped students pursue higher education as a path to gainful employment. Ultimately, Grove City College knows that wisdom and knowledge come from the Lord. But as you graduate from Grove City College and find yourself in the workplace, what do you do with the wisdom and knowledge you've pursued? I'll tell you, John, I was surprised to read this number. 96% of graduates from Grove City are employed or in graduate school within six months. Six months of graduation, and those graduates from Grove City College go on to earn salaries that rank in the top 13% for alumni earnings. So the best ambassadors for Grove City College are really the alumni, right? So if you've got a kid and they're in the later stages of high school, or maybe it's even junior high and you're starting to think, what are the next five or six years going to look like? Consider Grove City College, because if you want your child to think about the future and grow in the knowledge of Christ, plus grow in the knowledge and influence in the world, this is the place to be. If you have any questions, really, you should ask a Grover alumni because Grove City's unique mission is to equip students to pursue the unique calling through academic excellence and Christ-centered learning. Do yourself a favor. Go visit Grove City College, you and your child. Look online first at gcc.edu. The day after Thanksgiving, feed your soul. Join Amen to Action as we come together for the third year to sing, pray, celebrate, and pack over one million meals of hope for the hungry. It's Friday, November 29th at the Convention Center. Doors open at 8 a.m. We think we'll break last year's record. We know it will be a lot of fun. To register for the event or make a donation, go to amentoaction.org. Overcast and windy tonight with snow showers, low 34. Winds gradually subsiding tomorrow, cooler. Clouds and breaks of sun, high 41 for Thanksgiving Day. Cloudy tomorrow night, low 29. Friday, times of clouds and sunshine, high 42. Cloudy Saturday with occasional rain in the afternoon, high Saturday, 41. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Brian May. talking thanksgiving side dishes of note the things you love the things that disgust you i have a couple to share john yes please do uh have you heard of this um a relish tray with cucumbers pickles and olives which Mm. you would probably appreciate but on the side ketchup dip (laughs) (laughs) you ever had ketchup dip mike Uh, i never even heard of it yeah well listen this is what it is it's a combination of heinz ketchup Mm. cream cheese Mm. worcestershire sauce 
garlic powder, and Lay's potato chips. <laughs> I can roll with that. That sounds good right now, actually. You might want to put that on a hot dog, maybe. But, yeah. but then you add it to the pickle dish? person by the name of Kay McGuire says, In our house, it's an unholy creation called cinnamon salad. And it only has three ingredients. Red hots, red jello, and applesauce. Oh, man. That equally sounds rough. That's pretty rough. Once a year, though, you got to dip into it, right, and give thanks. I think this is my favorite out of all the ones Mm. uh, so far. Uh, This person says uh, pear salad. Uh, that her mom used to make growing up. Yep. Um, pear salad, If you, I don't even know if I can express this. You take canned pears, okay, yep. that are already halved, yep. and on top of the, the half of pear, mm-hmm. you put a dollop of mayonnaise. Really? Okay. Then on top of the dollop of mayonnaise, you put shredded cheddar cheese, <laughs> and then you top okay. it with a maraschino cherry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm going there. Just to get the maraschino <laughs> cherry. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is truly. Wait, no. Mayonnaise on Wait, top you, you, of a pear. You, right. And then some shredded cheese and then a maraschino <laughs> cherry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing says gratitude like that. Listen, Amber That's has weighed in. She says that the uh, bologna cake that I listed mm-hmm. here yeah, is yeah. nasty looking, and it for mm-hmm. sure is. Yeah, is. But she said that she has uh, made a magical green bean casserole that's real. Mm. It's not made with the cream Can't of mushroom beans. soup. Yeah. And I, it's grandma's green bean casserole. She listed it. Really? Looks pretty darn good. Does it, though? Okay. Yeah, it does. Um, Eric says, peanut soup, colonial Williamsburg style. Don't knock it. Till you try it. Don't knock it, Colonial Williamsburg style. Mm-hmm. That's what All Eric right. says. And Josh says, uh, baked pineapple. Hmm. He said it's like a bread pudding type of thing. Yeah. Uh, I retired it this year. Maybe someone might want it about 10 years from now. That's not a, <laughs> I like that. That's not a stirring recommendation. Kicking it down the road a little bit. It might come back in style. Baked that's pineapple. All. I don't know about that. Yeah, Colonial okay. Williamsburg style. Mm-hmm. Those people all died, didn't they? That's where Was we it? I think a lot. Well, Is I mean, it Jamestown? Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, for sure, all, they all died well, yeah, since it was I'm a long time ago. But, you know, I the peanut thing might have had something to do with it. I, don't think, I don't think that yeah. really did. Anyway, we'd love to hear from you. Find us on Facebook or Twitter. Very nice. Take a break. Come back. Uh, the Reverend Dr. Ed Glover. I'm going to ask him about that pear thing. Oh, please. He might want to try it. Wish we had little hors d'oeuvres for guests in studio today. That'd be nice. We should have yep. done that. Urban Impact Foundation. That's next here on The Ride Home. 101.5 WORD. The most important thing to know about the Bible is that it all points to Jesus. Every book, every chapter, every picture, every prophecy, it all points to Jesus. Join us this week on Through the Bible as we begin a new study in the book of Hebrews. Together, we'll discover all the shadows of Christ as they're hidden in the Old Testament, but now are revealed to us in the New Testament in light of the soon return of our Lord Jesus Christ. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. So what would you do with an extra $500 a month in your budget? 500 bucks. This isn't hypothetical, by the way. This is something you may need to think about very soon if you decide to become a member of MediShare. MediShare is a way to pay for your health care, and typically it costs $500 less per month for a family versus other health care plans. So seriously, think about this. You could pay off loans, pay down a mortgage, save the money for retirement, donate to charity. That would be a big deal. But you know what? Here's the best thing. MediShare works. 
It's a Christian healthcare sharing ministry with 400,000 members. They've shared over $2 billion in medical bills so they can help share your needs too. And with MediShare, not only do you save, you don't have to pay for things you don't believe in. And that's a beautiful thing too. So here's how you can find out more. And you might actually wind up saving even more than 500 a month. So check into it. 844-51-BIBLE. That's 844-51-BIBLE. 844-51-BIBLE. Rich Engler presents Christmas with Michael W. Smith. The most wonderful time of the year. And Mark Martell. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Christmas with Michael W. Smith and his band. 7 p.m. December 19th at Christ Church at Grove Farm in Sewickley. Tickets available at itickets.com or call 800-965-9324. Welcomed by Word FM. With the holidays right around the corner, you may be preparing your home to host family and friends. Make sure that your guests get an excellent night's sleep by furnishing your guest room with a high-quality, hand-built mattress from the original Mattress Factory. You and your guests will be well-rested and ready to focus on what really matters, spending time together. Stop by the Original Mattress Factory and give your family and friends the gift of a good night's sleep. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more. Every day across western Pennsylvania, tough breaks happen to honest folks. Layoffs happen to single parents. Evictions happen to families with babies. And empty bank accounts happen to hungry people. But thankfully, every day in our community, good people happen to bad things. Your sustaining monthly gift of just $25 doubles the Salvation Army's ability to assist our neighbors battling poverty and help them win. Join the fight for good by texting Word FM to 91999. Founder of the president of Urban Impact, Ed Glover, is live in studio with us. Ed, welcome. Always good to see you, friends. Always great to be with you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Now, we're so excited to talk about Urban Impact, but before, I feel like we need to get into a little bit of weird Thanksgiving stuff because we're talking about Thanksgiving side dishes of note. And I'm just wondering if it's time to talk about aspic. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a big jello mold. Look yeah. at that thing. Yeah. Now, are you familiar with tomato aspic? No, I have no idea what I, that is. That's sad to me because this was a thing that I had to learn to uh, eat frequently when I married my husband. Um, this uh, tomato aspic is made from orange gelatin. That you mix with V8, mm. onion, celery, and ketchup. Yeah. Wow. In a mold. Yeah. yeah. And then you serve it like this, sometimes with shrimp on top or sometimes. Now, I Just have to tell acid. you, That's it's, acid, it's right? terrible. <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, it's really, it really is terrible. Right. And you, but after a while, you know, I had. I loved my husband. He had parents, and they were very. The aspic was very important to so them. So you surrender to the aspic. I had to. Do they all have acid reflux? Or? No, my husband has acid reflux now. This could be why. Oh, we right. wondered what there the genesis is. of that was. From an this early age, he was eating that. Yeah, right? so, so tomato aspic into his system. Yeah, and so we also talked about the Watergate salad earlier. Several oh, yeah, people yeah, yeah. are weighing and saying that Watergate salad was some, now. Why would you name a salad after Watergate? Well, you think about Richard Nixon and his sweaty upper lip. Maybe that has something to do, do with it. Do you think that's what it was? Could it be. was a green salad. I don't. Why? Green Jello salad. I don't know why it was called that. Um, the last thing, th- this is a black cherry. What is the problem with Jello? I noticed that there's a lot of these have the Jello theme. It's a 60s, 70s thing, don't you think? That's right. I, I love Jello pretzel <gasps> with the, the strawberries, cheese oh in the middle. Oh my gosh, that is sweet. I really I like that. Love Jello. Yeah, <laughs> but not the Jello pretzel. No, oh yeah, I love that Jello pretzel thing. Now these ones, when you start adding cottage cheese and co- I can't do that. No, but if I if if 
I didn't think, if I didn't recognize, that Jello was filled with preservatives and artificial colors. I'd eat it You're every right single it. day. But look, you cannot grow up in the church and not devour, you know, several Jello salads throughout yeah. your life. Okay, what about That's the right. Coca-Cola salad? Are you familiar with that? Uh, no. Not, no. That's no. a package of orange Jello, cream cheese, and a can of Coke. Okay. Well, you know, you know, I've had that. I really have. And what is that? Is that good? It's not bad. Okay. <laughs> Especially, I liked it with cherry Coke. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, bringing that out. Really? Okay. Yeah, All right. This is you know good. my mother used to make Waldorf Waldorf oh, yes, salad. Yes. salad. I love yeah, yeah, a Waldorf yeah. salad. I do too. I love that. A little a little uh, apple, some mayo, and some walnuts. That's good stuff. Yeah. That and is marsh- very good. And the marshmallow. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I never had the marshmallow. Really? I had my mother didn't make it, but I've had it that way. Really? Yeah. yeah. And sometimes the coconut on top, right? I've not had that either. Not, no, no. Keep coconut. it simple. Well, so, no, wait. There's. Am I getting it confused? Because there's one with the mandarin oranges and the oh, pineapple, the coconut. No, 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 and no. no, it's a different thing. This is basic. This is basic. And, and they put celery in it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a, I'm all for the Waldorf. It's very good. I agree. Very nice. I yeah. don't know about that. Okay, Ed, are you going to be doing any cooking? <laughs> no. No, no. None at all. No, Your wife set up. Okay. Help clean That's good. Mm-hmm. That's very Watch valuable. Watch football games. Okay. Hang out with the family. All right. Nice. And at your table, is there any particular thing that sort of shows its you know self once a year for Thanksgiving and then doesn't come back until next year? No, there's nothing like that. Nothing. Really? But we have all lots of kids that we've worked with over the years come back to Oh, yeah, house. sure, sure. That's yeah. fabulous. So our house is packed, and we have all everything you can imagine. Oh, fabulous. All kinds of varieties of all things. Right. Yeah. Okay. Are you doing mac and cheese? Mac and cheese. Right. We have Brussels sprouts. Br- that, that we had too. an argument about Brussels sprouts. But we have that. Because it's I nasty. like Brussels sprouts very much, and he- That is the worst. Seriously, no. I just bought anything, but Brussels sprouts, I don't know. I just can't do it. Oh, I think that's a shame. We got a guy who makes the turkeys for us. Yeah. Oh. And he's made them different. He'll fry them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He always has a traditional one. Sure. Then he'll try something different. Like last year, we had it with uh, teriyaki sauce. Oh, sauce that sounds like. good. It's really good. I'm making the mayonnaise turkey for the second time this year. <laughs> This I, is a thing. It. It's a thing. It's serious. You, mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah. So you, so you take mayonnaise and into it, you put it in a bowl, and into it you add chopped fresh sage, fresh thyme, fresh parsley, and fresh rosemary. Yep. It's very herby, right? You mix it all in there mm-hmm. together. Oh, yeah. Then you slather it on the outside of your turkey and on the cavity as well, and then you put salt and pepper over the top inside, that's arrange it. your vegetables, put it in the oven. Wow. It makes it very goldeny mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm. outside. It's quite nice. Wow, nice. and then you, when you make the sandwiches afterwards at night when you're watching the <laughs> you game, don't even need you don't that. need the mayonnaise <laughs> anymore. No, you wouldn't even throw it on there. Seriously, you would never even know it had mayonnaise on it when you eat it. Oh, really? Because it's just become like a base. I see. Kind of thing. Is what I'm okay. I mean, everybody has their thing, right? I know. That's really I mean, and that's going to be my thing yep. second year in a row. Okay, tell us. Urban impact. <laughs> Urban impact. Yeah. What do you want to know? Yeah, you've been around for a long time, and you've been on the north side. Yeah, 33 years. Fabulous. Long time. And you practice what you preach because you live there. I do. My wife, Tammy, and I, we moved on the north side. It's part of Allegheny Centerline's church, which you all know. Yeah. was pastor there, moved in, went on the street where four out of five homes were boarded up and unoccupied because I was the north side in those days. Yeah, yeah. What year? 1986, I got there. We actually, well, it's a long story. I got an apartment first. We renovated an apartment. That's too long of a story. Then we went around the corner, bought a home, and renovated that home. Nice. And we lived there for about six years, walked out of my house. My car was stolen for the third time. I looked down the street and said, Lord, what am I doing? He said, how do you eat an elephant? In my mind, I said, one bite at a time. He said, yeah, he took my mind. If you can impact one person, then one family, then one block, we can transform the community. Mm. And that's when Urban Impact was born, 1995. And then I've been running that ever since. Fabulous. And the fact of the matter is that one bite at a time, yes. that's worked. It's worked. No more homes boarded up 
in the street. That's no. not just because of urban impact. There's so many great ministries on the north side, as you know. Allegheny Center, Light of Life, Pittsburgh Project. I mean, so many great things going on. But, yes, there's no more homes boarded up. Uh, yeah. We're touching t- thousands of people's lives today. And we're we're doing it, you know, one day, one person, one family, one block at a time. Nice. Today, I'm really thankful because we're we're touching over 2,300 kids today. We we saw last year uh, 750 people respond to the gospel. We served over 42,000 meals that to those awesome. kids, and we've seen 100 percent of our kids graduate, transition out of high school, either go to a college, mm-hmm. trade school, get a job, go into military ministry. Lots of great things. And I have 30-plus missionaries now, just not Tammy and I any longer. Isn't that great? Living on the north side, raising their support, buying homes, you know, the whole bit. So it's really great. Talk about the different ways people might know Urban Impact. So sports, music, et cetera. Yeah, we do a a thing called Light the Night, and it's at uh, Christ Church. It'll be held on on December 6th and 7th this year. It'll be held at Christ Church of Groveheimer at 7 o'clock. Thousands of people come to it. So if you're going to show up, come early. Nice. We have hundreds hundreds of people have come to know Christ every year at that show, mm-hmm. those two shows. That's something we're kind of known for. We're known for Man Up Pittsburgh. Yep. You heard about that. Sure. That's with Mike Tomlin. We do a lot of things in schools. We, we have a tremendous in-school program where we help kids to read and do math. We have a lot of sports programs, basketball, football, baseball, soccer. We work with the Pirates. You know Clint Hurdle. We Clint. Sorry to see Clint go. Surely. Yeah. It's been great working with him. Mike Tomlin, a lot of the Steelers come. We do a Steeler big football clinic on the north side every year and we do a lot with uh with light the night and we do things like for example in uh, education we do after school programs in school programs we do a big huge summer program uh about 250 kids come every summer and run for eight weeks it goes from early in the morning till late at night it's amazing it's a big impact in the summertime because kids are out right yeah it's very very big and then we have shakes. We do Shakespeare with kids. We we pack out Hazlitt Theater on the north side yeah, for a couple cool. weekends. That's cool. We have a thing called Live, which is Urban Impact Live, where they come to Hazlitt Theater again. And we have singers. And we have a children's choir, 150 kids. They go in churches and sing. And we have an, a middle school choir and high school choir with about 100 kids. And they travel into churches and sing. And we have an orchestra. We have a uh, we have a jazz band. We have wow, a, Ed. It's it's just great. fabulous. It's great, and I we mean, do a lot of things like that. So, out of whole cloth, yeah. I mean, you've created community for people. Yes, that's right, and it's really important. It's really significant because that's where we're really seeing the change. The it's change everything. is really happening with relationships, mm-hmm. and then sharing and communicating, demonstrating the gospel, and then doing very practical things, teaching kids to read, right, right, and. Help them to get jobs, sure. help them to go to college, all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's one thing to proclaim the gospel, as important as it is. But yes, unless it is. there's some backbone behind it, right, to bring people into community, to make them show up again and again, that's the solution. That's what you've done. That's really – and John Kennedy, I really appreciate your show because you always get down to this kind of thing. And people always are always complaining about what goes on in urban centers. Yeah, and sure. So but we have found if I can get one Christian adult, train them. To every six kids, that's why we're seeing the transformation. Mm-hmm. I have over 540 volunteers, and we've won some national awards, as you know, from Chick-fil-A and some other places for what we do. And the reason that happens is because of people, great people in Pittsburgh. 
And they come down and they invest in these kids, yeah. and that's what's bringing change. That's the truth. Right. So it's the one-to-one relationship really or the one-to-six relationship, yeah, really whatever is. it is. We need to take a break. When we sure. come back, we're going to continue with Ed Glover. We're going to talk Thanksgiving side dishes and Urban Impact, and happy Thanksgiving in Pittsburgh. The day after Thanksgiving, feeds your soul. Join Amen to Action as we come together for the third year to sing, pray, celebrate, and pack over one million meals of hope for the hungry. It's Friday, November 29th at the Convention Center. Doors open at 8 a.m. We think we'll break last year's record. We know it will be a lot of fun. To register for the event or make a donation, go to amentoaction.org. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville can help protect your vehicle against anything the elements throw at it, like spray-on bed liners to create a permanent lifetime barrier against impact, moisture, and corrosion. Their TST Rust Remedy covers stuff your manufacturer warranty doesn't, like road salt and fall detail to safeguard your paint job, your tires, your interior against winter's worst damage. And did I mention Extreme now offers custom graphics? Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville for the extreme in all of us at extremetruck.net. The Forever Mark Diamond Tribute Collection for your courage, passion, determination, for your tenderness, spirit, and the way you love. For all that you are, the Forever Mark Tribute Collection diamond for each of your qualities forever mark beautiful rare responsibly sourced explore the forever mark tribute collection at trinity jewelers mount nevo road visit trinityjewelers.com rich angler presents christmas with michael w smith the most wonderful time of the year and mark martell Christmas with Michael W. Smith and his band. 7 p.m. December 19th at Christ Church at Grove Farm in Sewickley. Tickets available at itickets.com or call 800-965-9324. Welcomed by Word FM. I'm not 20 anymore, but I'm not about to let joint pain slow me down. And thanks to advanced biological therapy, I don't have to. At Regenerate Me in Pittsburgh, Advanced Biological Therapy offers the most advanced non-invasive treatment for joint pain. To qualify for the free comprehensive three-week joint study, including first treatment, call 412-851-3811 now. Slow down for joint pain? Not on your life. 412-851-3811. Restrictions apply. Space is limited. Ends December 13th. With colder temperatures on the way, keep your car running with Prestone Antifreeze. Only Prestone's superior formula works immediately, protecting your engine from the elements to keep your engine running better. So take on the winter with Prestone today. Washington County parents, you have a choice in your child's education. For nearly 40 years, Central Christian Academy in Houston is where pre-K through 8th grade students receive the comprehensive education they need to become top of the class. Learn more at ccaschool.com. Ed Glover's with us from Urban Impact. We're talking about their impact on the north side, the community there, about Jesus, and as a sidebar, uh, the weird dishes that are at Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the north side for a little bit. I mean, during the break, we were talking about, you know, for for years, I lived on the north side, Kath lived on the north side. You know, the word was, you know, since 
late 60s, North Side's coming, you know, Mexican War Streets, there's going to be big change. And it never seemed to really sort of ignite all throughout the western Pennsylvania or Pittsburgh. There was a lot of growth and a lot of change and a lot of development, but the North Side sat there until recently. Yeah, it has changed dramatically. I was just telling you, I get a phone call every week on my cell phone. Someone trying to buy my home. That's good. I mean, everywhere you look, there are people coming from L.A., New York, uh, Chicago, Texas, coming wow. in trying to buy. And they're restoring, developing, putting housing in everywhere. Fabulous news. The thing that has to happen, I think, is some businesses have to come moving in mm. and come in yep. and really do Invest. some econo- yep. economic development there. Right. And it's going to take off. Excellent. Okay, so that that block, which to me was always the eyesore, right? Yeah. You know, the Garden Theater block. Yeah, that's that's finally starting to come into fruition as well. Yes, it is. It's going. To, it's totally changed. There's a really nice restaurant right across from there. Really, right next to it. Can't remember the name of it, but I've been in it a couple of times. Nice. It's really good. Oh, I've been there. It's a bookstore, and yeah, they bookstore. show movies there yeah, as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's really interesting. Oh, the one right on East North Avenue. Yeah. Yeah. We we all know the name of that place. Oh, sure we do. We know we do. <laughs> I live there. Can't even yeah, come up with yeah. that. That's really a shame. That's a really. They've done such a great job with that space, and well, I can't believe. Well, that's great news. I, I mean, really, it really is. is. I mean, the work that you've done, you've been trailing right in there. So congratulations on that. But there's a lot of work still to be done, isn't there? Yes, there are. Thousands of people we still haven't reached. I was telling you, it's as big as Erie's Pennsylvania. You think about Northside, you always got to remember the size is as big as Erie. Mm. Are you kidding me? No the kidding. city of Erie. City of Erie. City limits now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then it used to be called back in the day, Northside Allegheny City. Right. It was its own city. It was its own city. And then it's about the population of Butler. So when you think of that, that's why it's always on the news. It is a big piece of land. I see. And a lot of people living there. Fabulous. Sad to see that uh, Wilson's burnt down. Yes. I mean, that was a mainstay for me Barbecue. growing up. Yeah, the rib yeah. place was excellent. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll rebuild. Maybe so. Yeah. All right. So, Ed, talk to us just for a second about, and you, know, you think, because you, you say this yourself, when you hear the news, you go, oh, there's the north side. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's that. There's that. You know, there's a killing. There's a murder. There's all this. It's a, it's a, it's a cry for people who need connection who need Christ like we all do, right? Yes. But you know, the, the thing that you, you hear always the bad things, but you don't hear the wonderful things that are happening, like we're just talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I can people. tell you, and I talk about 2,300 kids that are coming to our programs. Wow. 100% of them graduating. They're going off to college, trade schools, jobs, military, ministry. Living a life. And their ch- lives are being changed. People are moving into the community, making a difference, really positive things. Yes, are there some hot spots Absolutely. That's life. That's life. But God is doing great mm-hmm. things in the church and the body of Christ is doing great things on the north side of Pittsburgh. Nice. Mm-hmm. So That's as people hear you, what do you need? Well, I got a $300,000 matching grant. Oh. <laughs> and I'm here to say I'm wow. really excited. I really am. Because what that means this year from now to the end of the year, anybody who gives us new money will be matched $300,000. So wow. John and Kathy, let's say you gave $50 last yeah. year. 100 bucks. And you give 100 bucks. That new $50 is matched dollar for dollar. So now the 100 turns into 150. Mm. And, and this guy, two two people, gave gave us this gift. And they gave us the gift because they said, Ed, you have been so faithful to communicate and demonstrate the gospel. And I'm very concerned because what's happening in our country, a lot of people aren't very faithful to pre- preach the gospel. And he gave us this money knowing that I've got hundreds of kids on a waiting list that cannot get into my program or our programs 
without this money. So he gave us the money in hopes that people would give so that we could put those kids in our programs. Fabulous. I'm I, so, so thankful. It's thanks, Thanksgiving, right? Right, exactly. So I'm so thankful for these How would guys. people find out about giving to Urban Impact? Yeah, you can go on our, our website and go www.uifpgh.org. Uifpgh.org. Go on there and okay. there's a match. It's called... Uh, it's a some giving. Well, let me read. I got it right here. So they knew that I couldn't do this right. So, so they, they said, gave you talking points. I got to put my glasses on. Notes are good. Here it is: www.uifpgh.org/match. Excellent. Ed Glover from the Urban Impact. Terrific. Congratulations. A good reason to be thankful on this mm-hmm. Thanksgiving Eve. If you want to weigh in on your uh, unusual side dishes, we'd love to hear from you on Facebook and Twitter. So find us there. And. And I feel like maybe thinking about the pear salad is a way to go out. I don't know. A half of a canned pear, a dollop of mayonnaise, cheddar cheese, and a maraschino cherry. I think that's the worst thing I ever heard. That'll help you pace as the day yeah, goes exactly. forward. Yeah, exactly. If you think right? about that, that'll just take away a little bit of your right. hunger pang. Hey, we are grateful for your presence here on the ride home. We don't take you for granted at all. We love you. All of us together in unity in Jesus Christ. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.